We are so glad you decided to join us today for our Compelled podcast. We hope this message encourages and inspires you. We would love for you to message us on social media and connect through our website at compelled316.com. Now let's get started. Bob Morrison is here to get us thinking about what it means to live a compelled life. What's up, everybody? Man, I was standing by the water this morning just checking out the fish. It's amazing. I remember catching my very first blue striped grunt. Yep, that's a real fish name. Took me a while to find that out. I told everybody I caught this cool looking fish. Don't know what it's called, but its whole mouth and down the side of its gills is just like this flaming red with cool neon blue stripes down its side. And did I mention it has a few teeth? Yeah. Frenetic little guy that just goes crazy, zooms around in the water and eats anything that blinks at him. But you can't eat them. They have some weird bacteria in them. But it was really cool to catch that grunt. So today when I was standing out on the pier and I was just looking down into the water, all these fish, every shape, size, species that you can imagine some really long some were built to just attack and eat some were kind of that dumb lazy fish like dory on uh, finding nemo they all have their place right so it's like when i'm watching all that stuff just watching the fish and then every once in a while you see a jellyfish or a horseshoe crab making his way through the community on the bottom by the way They're the ones that look like half a coconut shell with a rat tail mullet. And they just kind of motor along through the algae and they're just finding their way. You know, they really don't have a agenda. They just kind of motor around and whatever they encounter, they're good with. They stop when they want to stop. They go when they want to go. And I'm checking all these fish out and all the different types of aquatic life that's taking place below the surface. And I realize that it's just flat out mesmerizing because it's a whole nother world. You know, the reason that people come to the Keys is different for some, but a majority come to put on flippers and a mask and go down and be a part of it. Like they literally drive hundreds of miles or halfway from around the world. They come to the Keys, they go to the dive shop, they rent their Flippers, their tanks if they're going to scuba, a mask, a snorkel if they're going to do top water. You have some weights that you strap around your waist that makes you heavy enough to sink. I feel like it's such a bad thought in my mind if someone says, here, I'm going to wrap these lead weights around your waist and, oh, jump into the ocean. But you'll be okay. It, there's nothing about that feels okay to me. But something happens once you are on the surface and you break the surface as you go below, you become another person. It's literally like you're this giant fish. You know, you're just swimming around, taking it all in. And it's almost like a paradise. There's all these different colors of coral and cool looking fish going by. And for just a little bit, the world stops. You don't hear the traffic. You don't hear the horns of all the road rage, crazy people that live in Southern Florida. 
You don't hear the sirens for all those that zigged when they should have zagged. It's like for just a minute, you can turn the noise off and you can just check out something that only God could have done. I mean, we make a lot of cool things on this earth from segways to rollerblades that light up and make cool sounds when you ride them at the rink. We have all kinds of cool things, electric cars and surfboards that will drag you around in the water, hang gliders that'll power themselves, computers that'll think for you, phones that you can just simply say, what's the weather gonna be, and it tells you. And some of it's pretty awesome, some of it can be a bit tiresome at times. But man, when you break below the surface and you just glide, you're almost weightless. You just glide through the water and you look over at the fish that's checking you out and you just, sup dog? I'm just down here with you. I'm just paddling along, no agenda. I'm just taking it in. I'm seeing something awesome that only God could make. Yeah, I'm sure we could probably recreate some of it in an aquarium somewhere, but it would be pale by comparison to what he's capable of. And I know there's probably millions of people who have never seen it in person. I mean, thank goodness we had that old dude Jacques Cousteau on TV, right? He took us there. He said, I'm going to take you to the places that you don't have the cojones to go to. I'm going to take you to places where the shark's like face to face with me or deadly sea rays or snakes or moray eels. And every time I watch it, I'm like, this guy has got nerves of steel, crazy currents and cold water. But he took us there. He showed us what was going on below the surface. I don't know about you. But sometimes I feel like we need to be brave enough to go below the surface. We might go through days or weeks or even years of just skipping along on the top. And we think we're doing pretty good. We think we're having a good life. We're, we're doing life at least. We're smiling. We're waving. We're interacting. We're coming home for supper. We're going to work. We're punching the clock. We're changing the diaper for the hundredth time. We're cleaning out the cat litter out of the cat box. Letting the dog go out so he can poop in the yard. All the things that are, quote, life, pay the bills. Go by and make sure they don't shut your water off. Mow the yard. Maybe plant a garden. All these tasks, you know, we're just going through this busy motion and we see people, we encounter them. We encounter them in the stores, in the restaurants, at our job, just walking down the sidewalk, in the classroom. There's people all around us, but we wanna stay at the surface. It's almost like, as long as I don't ask you what's really going on with you, I don't have to worry, I don't have to care. And somehow along the way, We've evolved into a society that just does that. We don't care. We see people on the side of the road struggling with a flat tire or the hood up. Eh, that's them, not me. Or you see that family that you know without a doubt. They're living in that station wagon. 
in the far corner of that Walmart parking lot with a mom and a dad telling their kids, any day now, we're gonna get that job and then we're gonna get a place to rent and then we're gonna have a house with a bed. You know, I can remember a long time ago when my kids were little and we had this old bombed out van that just really looked like an abductor van. It was it was pitiful, man. It, it was chocolate brown, had more dings on it than you could ever imagine. It smoked when you drove it down the road. And I remember packing all the kids in it and saying, we're going on this adventure to take a job up in New York. We're gonna go live in this little tiny apartment, but it's gonna be awesome. And the kids were like, can we take our toys? I said, you can each take one toy, maybe a couple, but the rest we have no room for. And I had to take an old bed frame and weld it up and mount it on the back of the van with cargo straps that went all the way to the roof of the van just to hold a couple of Rubbermaid totes with things that they thought they needed or that I thought mattered. And we pack all this stuff up and we drive to New York and we get to this apartment and it's so small. I mean, it's one of those apartments where you almost have to turn sideways to pass each other, right? No kitchen table, no, no real kitchen to speak of, mostly sleeping space. But there was this area in the living room, a carpeted piece of floor. And the girls, they were pretty little, but they loved the idea of a dollhouse. And I sat for a couple hours thinking, how do I make a dollhouse that won't take up space, that will satisfy what they need? So I go out to the dumpster out behind the apartment complex and I find a cardboard box. Then I get the cabinets open and I tell the girls, okay, get a Sharpie, start pulling labels off stuff. Pull the labels off the soup, we'll write chicken noodle soup on the can so we're not playing guess what on Wednesday night, right? We took off the wrapper off the Oreos. We took cereal boxes and we cut shapes out of them. And then we went and we got a couple of dollar rolls of clear tape and we made this dollhouse where we cut the windows out with scissors and we taped all of these labels all over the whole outside of the dollhouse. It was so crazy because it had like Campbell's soup banners going down the front side right above the kitchen window or maybe it had the Oreo wrapper taped on the side of the house to go around to the bedroom windows and we, we made the windows where we just cut three sides and it would open up like a little flap and they would set their Barbies inside and their faces lit up as we built this dollhouse and we began to make it like this little castle, you know, they loved it. And for days and days, they would play with this dollhouse and when they were done, we would just take the flaps at the top of the box and the bottom of the box, loosen them up, fold the box, stick it behind the couch. So it was, everything they needed, everything I needed. And for a little while, it seemed like paradise to them, right? So when we moved back to our home in Indiana and they got a real dollhouse, I noticed it was an awesome dollhouse, but they didn't play with it as much. On the surface, it was really cool, but it was not the same as building one and taking the time to take a little model paintbrush and paint the bedroom walls and put in fake light switches and plug-ins. I mean, we could go out and drop 50 bucks and buy this really cool plastic ready-to-go dollhouse. And there were probably a lot of kids loved it, but it was like above the surface. You never really 
appreciated what you had. And when I go back to that time in the ocean and I think about how do those things connect, it's the same. You know, there's this whole world underneath the surface. And there's this whole world underneath the surface when we meet people and we have the courage to dig a little deeper. There's this whole world when we say, I'm going to stop pretending. I'm not going to just get up and go through my day with a smile on my face and tell everybody, I'm good, I'm fine, everything's awesome. But deep inside you think, I really want to tell them I'm coming unglued. I want to tell them I'm so sad, I don't know how I'm going to get through this day. I want to tell them that I'm scared out of my mind where my next dollar is coming from. I want to tell them I don't know what to do. I want to tell them I'm not ready to die. I want to tell them all the things below the surface. And somehow I think for you and me, we have to find a way. We have to find this connection to each other that says, hey, you know what? Let's put the snorkel and flippers on. Let's go below the surface for a little bit. Let's see the beauty of what God's really made. He made this heart inside you and me to love and care about people. He made us that way for a reason. It wasn't so that we could just drive down the road and give the prom queen wave out the window. Hey, how's it going? Doing good. That's not who we're meant to be. We're called to pull over. Hey, dude, I saw your hood up. Oh, wow, you got a flat? You got everything you need to change it? So what's going on? Where are you traveling to? All the questions that we maybe know that we're capable of asking, but we don't want to. We're afraid because we're below the surface. Now we go with the nitty gritty. And once we know the nitty gritty, ugh, we have to do something with it. It's true. But man, it's beautiful below the surface. I'm not telling you that every single day and every minute will be awesome. Because when you're below the surface, you do encounter a shark now and then. And sometimes you see a sea snake that will just make you lose control of your bladder a little bit right there in the water. But the reality is, there's this beautiful, beautiful life that we can be living, the gift that we've been given from God. And he says, I want you to love each other. I want you to love each other like you would love yourself. Go crazy, man, below the surface. Do you have the courage to do that? Maybe once, maybe today, maybe this week, maybe make it part of your life plan. It's my prayer for you and me is that we figure out a way to exist below the surface more than just riding the waves. Hey, this is Bob Morrison. I'll see you somewhere out there. We are truly thankful you chose to spend some time with us here at Compelled. If you enjoyed today's message, we encourage you to like it, share it on social media, and check out our website, compelled316.com. God bless you, and we hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you somewhere out there.